Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome in to the Buddhist Biohacker. Welcome to my YouTube channel, Buddhist Biohacker. You are also on Michelle Snelling's YouTube channel. So whichever one you are watching on, please don't forget to click subscribe. And we are here for our special edition featuring Michelle called Truth Refined. Welcome back, Michelle. Oh, thank you for having me, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here. I love this show. So. Me too. And I love you. And I was so excited to talk to you today. I was like, oh, good. It's Michelle. <laughs> we get to have this like nice little chat this morning. So I'm really happy. Yes. And look at all the great people who are already here. We have such a great audience. So don't forget you guys share where you're from. We love hearing that. Good morning. Good morning, Carrie and Karen and Nikki and Barbarella. Um, welcome in. And if you have questions, you can share that as well. Um, we love hearing those too. And I think, you know, where are you looking for support right now in your life? I think Michelle and I would like to know that if you guys want to put that in the comments, you know, where are you looking for support? Um, what are you struggling with? Let's, let's find out. And, um, yeah. Michelle, where do we Great want to question. start? <laughs> well, I love that. First, and let me say welcome to everybody. Thank you all for being here. But I love that. Like, where do you need support? Because we were just talking about this, that you and I are both, um, you know, I say, uh, you know, caregiver in recovery, because it's like <laughs> an addiction. You know what I mean? It, it's easy to get into that space of caring for everybody else. And um, thinking that we've got to do everything ourselves. We don't ask for help, all of that. And so I love starting with where do you need support? Because it, there's no shame in that. You know, we all need support. Yeah. Well, and it's good because we were just talking about this because I asked for some support with my new book. And um, when you talk about shame, that's a big one for me because I do, I feel guilty asking for help. I feel like I'm putting something on someone when I ask for help instead of doing it myself. I mean, that's kind of the tape that plays in my head, yep. you know, is like, oh, you know, I shouldn't, it, this is my project. Like I shouldn't make any, you know, so it's like a, and yet I think there's this beautiful gift that will come from asking for support. Um, but yeah, there is yeah. a shame and a guilt and like a. Yeah, it's weird. It is. It's shame. It's guilt. It's um, feeling like, I don't know what the word is, but like, you're not pulling your weight or something like that. It's kind of, it's kind of a weird thing. Like by asking for help, you're not doing everything you need to do. And it's a weird thing because I have even found myself feeling that way with people that work for me, people that I'm paying to do things. Like mm -hmm. I start feeling bad if I'm asking them to do too much. It's like, mm -hmm. hold on. You know, it's just this mental thing that we do. It's just, it's, crazy. And, um, you know, I think the more that we can realize it and, and notice it and be aware of it, then we can change it and note it. And like you said, realize that asking for help usually brings a huge reward with it. Yeah, so. totally. And man, do we have a lot of the same feelings. Karen saying same. It's so hard to ask for help. Yeah. Nikki is sharing. Yes, me too. Just do it yourself. Yeah. Susan's saying exactly inadequate. I mean, it's yep. so true. I mean, we, it, it is, it's, it's really hard to just ask for support. And, um, Karen's throwing out here. I would love some meditation and calming tips. Um, I'm having such a hard time not clenching my teeth in my sleep. Oh my gosh. I have been there. Do you ever grit your teeth? Michelle? Me? Oh, yeah. do I ever? In fact, that is one of the, that's one of the components to this ear issue I'm having um, is uh, grinding my teeth. It's, it's horrible. And I think, and I think it feeds right into that whole thing that we were just talking about the stress of feeling like you have to do everything on your own, right? Which then can lead to a martyr complex, <laughs> which when you do your shadow work, you can really uncover that and come face to face and go, oh, wow, you know, that's a real thing. Um, but yeah, I, I do that. And the things that I have found that help um, 
just whatever works for you that will bring calm. Some people do breathing and other people that makes them actually more stressed. Like, you know what I mean? Cause they're think, worrying about the breathing. I love a, a warm bath at night that mm -hmm. a hot bath, actually the um, dry brushing and then a hot bath with some beautiful salts and oils helps me um, music. You know, I love some of Mary Lydia's music. I listen to sometimes mm -hmm. before bed and they really, there's a few of her meditation music things that she's posted in the app that I just love. Um, and just, you know, I also try to do a releasing exercise most nights when I can remember. And that is just like going through the day and letting go of all of it. The to-do list that didn't get done, the, you know, conflicts that weren't resolved or whatever. And just reminding myself that there's nothing to be done in the sleeping time for that. So, you know, let it go. So those are a few of mine. What about yeah. you, Lisa? Well, I'm definitely a hot bath girl too. Um, I think getting myself in magnesium flakes, magnesium is so good for sleep and to calm the body, the physical body and the brain. And when you do the magnesium flakes in the bath, um, I'm, I'm, you know, we take enough supplements. <laughs> so I don't like to take magnesium supplements. I actually like to just soak it through my skin. That's our largest organ, right? And so yeah. I get in a bath with the magnesium and you know what, Michelle, I am obsessed. So, so for those of you who don't know, Michelle is an incredible intuitive aromatherapist and Michelle, you sent me water and voice. Those were the two oils that you sent me. And I have become absolutely obsessed with putting those in my bath. So, and yeah. you want to know, it's really cool. This is actually a cool testimonial for you is ever since I started using the water oils, which is really, I love it because it's super clean. It's like a clean scent. I have a hard time with like, I love essential oils, but sometimes it's just too much for me. And that one is yeah. so, so clean. Well, I have to have, like, I'm always drinking Pellegrino or tea. Like I have to have something that's not just plain water. And that has completely changed in the last month using that water oil. I'm actually drinking really? regular water. I, all I drank was water yesterday, which is not normal. And it's something I really need to do for my health. So that was kind of a weird thing too. Um, but I put the water and the voice in the bath. They're both, they're such a nice blend together and it's so clean and the magnesium flakes and just really soak in that. And I remember the first time my ears do this buzzing thing and it's not a tinnitus. It does that sometimes too, but there's like this buzzing that was happening. And I remember sitting in the tub and I was, I was really tuning in. I was, you know, going within and really asking like, what is happening with this ear thing? And I was called to reach up to my jaw and it was so sore. And I realized, oh my God, I'm clenching my jaw. That's why my ears are making this buzzing noise. And I just rubbed and rubbed my jaw. And um, that was a huge eye opener for me. So the tub is good, but I'll tell you guys what block therapy, man, it's the jam. I'm, I'm finishing my teacher certification for them right now. And um, there's actually a whole practice of using the block on your face and your skull to help move the fascia that's, that's in our body mm. that even creates the lines on our face. Like that's all from fascia nodding up on the face and, and bumps on your skull, right? We have bumps and, um, you can actually smooth these out with the block. And so I'm having profound results with my sleep because when you do block before bed, like when you're doing the block therapy practices, it brings you your nervous system into that parasympathetic state. It calms you way down. And so that's been my new go-to is the block and really, you know, just, you just rest on this block and allow it to push into your fascia and it's painful, but it feels great at the same time. Um, and so that's kind of my go-tos right now is like, how do I untangle all these knots in the physical body. And what's even cooler, Michelle, is in Ayurveda, the fascia carries your ancestral karma. 
So wow. your fascia, yeah, your fascia is profound. It's a huge part of where I'm going with my health journey and where I'm taking everybody on their health journey who's going to come be a part of my indigo flow classes. But that like pressing into the body just releases so much. Um, I've actually had, um, I was doing the block on my head and I had memories of my car accident where I was knocked unconscious at 12 years old, um, come back. Um, it's just really profound. And um, wow. I love some of these comments. Karen says a hot bath and dry brushing and Mary Lydia's music. That sounds good. Totally. Absolutely. Um, and she also said she just got a box from you. Oh, that's awesome. Yay. So yeah. Yay. Um, awesome. Yes, Karen. Thank you. I'm so glad you got your kit. That's for my grown up timeout spring edition. Karen joined us. So I'm so excited. Um, and that kit is interesting because she just sprayed the air aromatherapy, the spray now, but there's two um, sprays in there that are flower essences. I love flower essences because they're so gentle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like Yulisa, and this is the crazy thing. I'm an aromatherapist, but I am really sensitive to blends, like to oils. I'm, you know, there's some, even some of mine that I've created at times I can't use. It's like, oh, it's too much, you know? of my energy or whatever but um so i love flower essence sprays but i want to can i just mention one thing about the bath and the magnesium yeah. flakes and the oils the thing that's wonderful about a hot bath and when you add items into it is the water has a homeopathic effect so it it heightens the effectiveness of whatever you're using so it makes, so it's a wonderful way to get your magnesium. Like you said, who needs another supplement and put it in the bath. That's a wonderful way to get it. And it makes it even that much more effective. We absorb it that much better. And, you know, it, all of its healing properties become that much more heightened. So, you know, the bath is really a magical thing. Oh, it is. It is. And I have like a magical spoon. I think we've talked about this before, you know, Stur yeah. you just, it's just your little, time. And Carrie has a question for us. I love this. I love that. Now I figured this out, how to put comments up here. Um, Yay, she says, I love it. Yeah. Still with organizing time. I have a support of a beautiful family and community, but cannot get it together. What do you have to say about organizing time, Michelle? I feel like that's a journey. Um, well, that is one thing, Carrie. I love that question because I have been struggling with this for years, organizing my time and feeling like feeling like I, I was either, I would go between two places. I was either a workaholic and work consumed every minute, an hour of my day, or I didn't do anything because I was burnt out. So that was like my intention starting this year was that I was really going to get a handle on it. And so what I have done is I've kind of done it in blocks. So I've organized my weekend blocks and I figured out like, what days do I want to work? And I gave myself permission to choose the days that I wanted to work, not what I thought I should work, but what I really wanted to work. And then I, I got those days figured out. And then in those days, I've taken it in chunks. So I have times I do readings. I have times I work on orders. I have times I create new blends. I, you know, just I chunk it out so that it's, there's time for everything that way. And I don't feel like things are getting missed, which is a gift for me because I was constantly feeling behind, you know? So that's what I do. And I, I don't know if that helps Carrie. I hope that does. Does that make, or how do you do it, Lisa? Cause I know you, you're so good at time management. Well, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, but yeah, I do the same thing you do. I do like little compartments. So um, I block off my time based on, you know, my energy and, and I can tell you, like, I, I really am very routine <laughs> in how my body is like my circadian rhythm. So um, I would say when you, I, I think, so number one, I think compartmentalizing your time, like what Michelle's talking about is absolutely necessary um, to manage and organize your time. Um, I would say use the filter of your own rhythm to organize your time. So 
Like I'm not a morning person. I do get up pretty consistently at six in the morning. Like I'm pretty consistent nowadays. Um, and that is pretty early for some people. <laughs> um, sometimes it's too early for me. Um, <laughs> but the point is I'm not, I'm not like jumping up and going to the gym at 6am. I just can't, I'm just not there. Um, but I am up and I like to, you know, get my coffee and I usually read through my email and, and the morning articles and emails and, you know, things that, you know, I want to tune in with and check in with social media on Ajata Casa and that kind of thing. So, um, my time block for that kind of thing is in the morning. So if I get an article on an email that I want to read, I'll save it. And those are the things that I pull up like in the morning when I'm just kind of getting awake for the day. Um, you rarely see me do a show before 11 a.m. Mountain Time. And that's just because I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to talk yet. I'm not ready to be out in the public eye. Um and I also know certain things about myself, like Wednesdays were always my day off in retail. And that was true for, you know, 22 years. I was off on Wednesdays. And whether or not that was some kind of organic thing or, um, you know, in retail, you took it off because it was a slow day, right? But for some reason, I'm just like that day is a slow, quiet day for me. Um, and so even to this day, like on Wednesdays, um, I, that's when I'm teaching, that's when I'm doing creative projects. I try not to book a lot of things on a Wednesday. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of things like that, you know, about yourself, like, you know, I'm going to be more productive between like 9am and 2pm. And after two o'clock, like I'm probably not going to get much done. Yeah. So I try Amen. to schedule, but Yeah. <laughs> So, and I love that. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lisa. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think what you said is so true. Like you have to know what works for you, your own rhythm. And that's, you know, that's why, like, I had to give myself permission to find that, to find my rhythm, to, to even admit it, because you can get, especially when you have your own business and you're working from home, you can get into this mindset that you've got to work from eight to five. Like that's a job. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of, and that's not the reality of it. We can get so much more done in a short amount of time. We don't need to work always, you know, eight hour days or whatever. And, you know, it's funny because Wednesday is that for me too. I've carved out Wednesday is my day because it's just like, it's the middle of the week. It's my day to do what I want. So, you know, it's like my self-care uh, day where I take a class or I whatever I need to do. And then I also know like Friday, I don't want to do things at the end of the week. Like come Friday, I'm tired. I've I yeah. expended a lot of energy. And so, you know, and the same with you. I um I don't do anything before 1030. Like that's the first time I take appointments or do schedule anything. I try to, because I'm just, I need that time. I need that morning space, you know? And I think as people that are energy workers, healers, whatever you want to call what we do, psychics, mediums, all that, it's important that we, number one, be aware of those limitations we have. And number two, honor them mm -hmm. because that's how we're going to be here to help. <laughs> Otherwise we're going to burn out. And, you know, and honestly, in the last two years, there are probably four or five people that I know, absolutely brilliant, gifted people in the spiritual world that passed away because their boundaries were not, you know, it's a great tool for a lesson for me about that, you know, which is part of why come this year, I'm like, we're getting this out of, under control. Like, you know, we're, we're going to figure this time thing out. One other thing that I want to say um, just briefly about time, because I'm sure we've got more comments or questions. But um, one thing that I've learned from a brilliant um, business coach is that, like, and I didn't realize it, when you overgive, I always talk about overgiving. Overgiving leads to under-receiving. And that includes us giving to ourselves. So if we sit down to do something and it's just open-ended, we just fill up all the time. 
But if we put it in a container, like if I say I've got 20 minutes to answer emails, it's phenomenal. I get those emails answered and still have some extra time if I put that container. But if I'm just like, I'm going to answer emails and I sit down, it can be four hours that I've spent, you know? So it's mm -hmm. like we will expand to meet whatever time we allow. So that's been a really helpful thing and made me feel more in control of my schedule and work, which is a good thing for all of us. Yeah, those are such good points. And um, definitely, um, let's see, Carrie says, it does help. I feel like things are slipping through the cracks. And she also says she's struggling with transition from the matrix. And I want to say, you know, briefly about that is, please, that is so, we're so entrained Monday through Friday, eight to five. And, and I worked in retail. So for me, we did not work Monday through Friday, eight to five. We worked all the time. There was very few days, especially as a district manager, when I was managing 10 to 13 stores at a time, I was on every single day. And that is a hard habit to break. And I do it now. You know, it's like, oh, I have to be on social media every day. I have to do this every day. I have to, you know, connect every day. And, you know, it's giving yourself permission to be in your own flow instead of the flow of the matrix, like you're talking about, Carrie. I mean, that it is hard to break that habit of like, there was this expectation of how you were supposed to be. And all of a sudden you can be yourself. And we don't even know what ourselves are because we were all in the workforce for a really long time. All of us. I don't think yes. there's very many people out there who were healers full time their whole lives. Most of us did other things and then eventually had permission to like go do something else. And so you do, you do have to figure out what works for you. And um, let's see, Nikki says, um, I have a small appointment book with me at all times and schedule my appointments when I want. And it helped me to not work so hard. And that's a good one. That reminds me of, I love Stephen yeah. Covey. I love the seven habits. And um, for some reason, this isn't letting me take this off. <laughs> we'll see if I can get this to work. Maybe. Wow, it might. Oh, there we go. Okay. Let's there, see yeah. get this off. There we go. Anyways. Um, you know, Stephen Covey talked about blocking out time for yourself, which is what, you know, yep. Michelle's talking about, you know, and uh, Karen also says block therapy. I need to try that. So I just want to remind everybody, yeah. I'll use this time to plug because I never plug. I'm so bad at that. Also, another thing, right, Michelle is like when you ask for support and tell people what you do. Um, yeah. So I will be starting to teach the Indigo Flow Yoga. That'll be Tuesday and Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. starting in June. Um, it is a yoga for everyone, but it is tantric and spiritual in nature. So it is very gentle, but we are going to be working with fascia and our energy centers. It's going to be really deep work inside the body. Um, and so if you want to get a block, because I will be using a block, um, if you want to use a block from block therapy, just go to my website or the Ajatakasa app, click on partners, the partners page under support and shop, and you can use my affiliate link in there to get your block. Um, and the classes are up. So you're welcome to drop in at any time. You can Venmo me. You can just be on, use the website. I also have some monthly membership options for those of you who want to access the video library or you want to do unlimited yoga. So just keep that in mind. So I'm sharing that. Um, let's see. We have so many more comments, Michelle. Thank I love you. This. It's like a little support group. I know. And thank you, Lisa, for, um, you know, telling us that you're going to be doing that because we want to know. We want to know. And, you know, it's so it's so important for all of us. We all have a gift to share. We all have things that we can do. And this part of us that feels like, I don't know if it's unworthiness or like it just doesn't feel natural for us to be talking about ourselves and saying, oh, I do this awesome thing. Come try it, whatever. But, you know, we've, we've got to work on, you know, face that shadow part of us and get over it because it's important. It, it's, you know, especially these times like we need we need the support we need the help we need to know that there are people out there to turn to you know when we because we all need stuff we all need help and um you know it's important so oh well thank you and i love that I'm carrie excited. says yeah 
Um, Carrie says, and now we feel guilty. <laughs> Karen says, uh, your class sounds wonderful. Thanks for letting us know where to find a block. We want to support you too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You guys are all so support. I mean, is this not yes. how we started this talk is how uncomfortable it is to be supported. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. whenever I look at my abundance obstacles, um, this is it. This is it. I mean, and this is it for every healer, I think, is it's it's hard to even promote ourselves or to talk about what we do, even though we want to share what we're doing because it's healing, you know, it's healing, it's support, it's all these things. And so I appreciate everybody's support also because yes. I appreciate you giving me space to share what I'm doing because I'm not good at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at how uncomfortable and- this is. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, and it? you know, one thing, it's oh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say when, one thing with Carrie, when she was saying, it seems she's struggling with transition from the matrix and just what you were saying, we've all been there. But I also think that a lot of us still have people, close people in our families and in our lives that are in the matrix, working that eight to five or nine to five. And so that's, uh, you know, it's just, it's a, just a reminder that that is how we've been conditioned, you know, but it's time for us to just embrace us and our rhythm. Like you said, you know, I've been so called to, um, and I love that we're doing this show on the new moon because I love the moon. Mm-hmm. But for the last two months, I've just been really called to to somehow do my life and my business in with the moon cycle, you know? And um, so, you know, like there's certain things that are, you know, with intention and being a little bit more productive between the new moon and the and the full moon and then relaxing and taking it a little easier and tying up loose ends from the full moon back to the new moon. And that just seems to resonate with me so much, like not always being on go, like 20, you know, every, every week of the month doesn't have to be about get it girl. You know what I mean? It can be about softness and taking care of us. And, and that's all part of it. You know what I mean? It's not just about our marketing and, how many times are on social media and are we showing up and all that? It's the whole picture, which is important, I believe. Yeah, I think you're so right. And I so agree. And it's funny because I woke up this morning um, for this new moon and I feel that, that quiet, reflective, like I really didn't want to get out of my PJs. Like I want, and it snowed here in Colorado. So that was another weird <laughs> Wow. I know we got two inches overnight. Now I will say it's pretty much melted except on the roofs now. Um, but it was snowy, it was cold, um, it felt quiet. And you know, and it was funny because when I looked at the astrology for this new moon, it's all about fire and radical purification today. And I was like, I almost don't feel that. Like I feel um like it's more about fire to like warm me and hold me rather than to burn through something, even though that's kind of the energy Um, because it is, it's like a quiet reflective day today. I feel like. And I so agree with that wholeheartedly, Lisa. I mean, it was interesting because I had a hard time going to sleep last night. I think the last time I looked at the clock, it was like 1223 or something. And then at 415, my eyes were just wide awake raring to go and but it wasn't like a okay let's get some stuff done like a big bunch of stuff it was very like I laid there for a while just listening to the sounds in the house and just kind of enjoying the quiet because I don't get that very often you know when you live with a bunch of people it you don't get a quiet house that often so I was enjoying that and then it's like I knew I wanted to get up but it's like do I want to go do this work or that work? And it's like, no, I want to go and clean my closet. Like I just wanted to go in and, and touch my clothes and organize. And, and it, and 
it felt soft. You know, that's the only way, like it was purposeful, but it wasn't anything like I wasn't rushing. You know what I mean? I was just enjoying it and I was touching things and, you know, deciding if I want to keep things and if I even want to let some stuff go and reorganizing shelves and stuff. And, but the same thing, it's like, I didn't feel like that fire like that. What I felt was the fire of focus, like mm. that really focused energy, which I loved and, and just was so there present and still, and, you know, I'm hoping it'll be for a couple of days. Cause I love that presence, that focus, you know? I really, really love that. The fire of focus. That's so, so good. And, and I would agree, like I had this project, so I moved all of my email stuff over to a new system. I don't know about you guys, but all the marketing stuff is really tough, but you know, I made some clear cut. I, I cut out some stuff this year. And one of it was repeating my messaging across a million platforms. So I've been really working on this kind of break. I mean, it's kind of, I'm still doing shows, but I've had a little bit of a break to get organized. And so I've been working on really cleaning up my mailing lists so that I can give you guys what you want to hear about. Um, and that that's where you're going to hear from me is there in a Jada Casa. I really don't. And, and, you know, the shows here on, on YouTube. And so anyways, the point of that is I couldn't get something figured out and it, it really was just, it's been just a gigantic mess. And I kind of felt like, man, I might have to hire somebody to help me. I don't want to do that. And today I was actually, like you said, that fire of focus. I really felt that this morning because in the quiet time this morning with my coffee, I went ahead and I watched the videos and I read the information and I was able to figure it out and I got everything organized and it felt so good and um, so clean. And I wouldn't have been that focused or detail oriented. So I love what you're saying there. Um, and welcome yeah. Jeff to the show. Jeff, Jeff says he's feeling pretty drained but optimistic and hopeful for an energetic shift. And he's new to our community and we love you, Jeff. Yes. Welcome. Yeah. I think the drained thing has been something a lot of people have felt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's part of the fire. And in, in my experience, you know, um, I, I love the elements. I have a whole line for the elements, which you were talking about my water blend. That's, you know, I have earth, water, fire, and air, but, Fire is a really tricky element because we need fire to warm us and to, you know, ignite that passion and to, to move us to action. But it's very tricky to not get too much fire that then is out of control and has scorched earth and leaves us, you know, overwhelmed and like, you know, in a puddle on the floor, like we collapse from exhaustion. Um, and so it's, it's really, it's a really tricky thing to find that balance with fire. So when I have a day like today, where it's like that, that fire, that, you know, focus within that fire, that's fire at its greatest. And that's what it's, you know, that's how it's very helpful to us. Um, so I always love to harness it because it's not always there, you know, where you can just sit where you're not, you know squirrel brain or monkey brain or whatever you call it, you know, and that's what I, with my, I use fire often myself to balance that because I can, you know, it, too much fire and it's scorched earth. And then we're inactive. Then we're just exhausted. So we want to, we want to try to be in that continuum a little more gently and, you know, um, stoke the fire when needed, but don't let it get out of control and don't let it die. Not easy. Mm -hmm. No, and that is so good you're bringing that up. You know, in Ayurveda, um, fire is Agni. Agni is the Sanskrit word for fire. And your Agni is the driver of the body and the purifi purifier of the cells. And um, they say in Ayurveda that when Agni is extinguished, you pass away shortly thereafter. I mean, you can't exist without Agni. And like you're saying, Michelle, when you have too much fire, that's the inflammation that in the body, that's, you know, the, the eczema and the acne and the autoimmune and your body is on fire, right? It's pitta. It's that, that intensity, yeah. um, 
And, and in the nervous system, it's, you know, the anxiety and the stress and the, the neurological issues and the tension and all those things. And when you have too little, then you don't digest your food. You need Agni to digest the food, right? When you have too little, you're not detoxifying the cells, you know, you're stagnant, you're bloated, you're sitting, you're stuck. And so what you're saying is so important because you're right. You have to have a really nice balance of fire. And maybe that's what a good focus for today would be with the new moon is how do you balance the fire? And I can tell you, I've done some work, um, some like meditation work with Agni and with fire, because it really comes from, it's almost like you want to imagine the fire, the flame is lit from your root chakra and it comes up, you know, and yes, you and really moving that fire element through the body and really looking at like where that fire is coming from. And do you need to stoke the fire or do you need to tone it down? Like do some practices around that today would be a great thing. I think. I love that. I love that. And you know, it's just, it's what you said with, you know, fire is essential. If we don't have it, we're not living. We're not, you know, and you know, fire element is what governs our third energy center, the solar plexus. It's all about yin and yang as well. And when you've got a lot of fire, rather, you know, um, in your body or just the energy of fire in your mind, it's hard to, it's hard to sit on one thing. And that is something that I have struggled with a lot in my life is I've got a million ideas. And so I've had to learn to have the million ideas. I write them down so that I don't have to keep them in my brain, but then I come back to the one that I'm working on today because you can't do 10 things at once. You can do one thing at once, you know, but that's hard because mm-hmm. we can, we can tend to get a lot of fire like that. So it is, you know, it, fire is a wonderful thing. We need it. It's what warms us. It's, you know, it's life giving, but too much and it not good. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. Let's for this new moon, you know, balancing our fire. You know, that's interesting. I'm like <clears throat> getting some insight right now, even with the water uh, oils that you sent me, because I've noticed like my skin, there's a lot of things that have changed over the last month or so. Um, but it has been like this cooling effect um, on my body. And so I think that water was really supporting that. So I'm just like realizing that right now too. Yeah, I you, love that. Get, I get fiery. Yeah. I get too fiery. I'm a Scorpio, the cancer rising. So I'm all water astrologically yet I get very, very fiery. And so the yeah. water is like where I want to live because it's, mm-hmm. it cools. Yep. And I'm, you know, I have, I'm air, I've got a lot of air, but I've got fire elements as well. And um, like, not only astrologically, but like my palm is a fire shape. Um, There's different things. And so, you know, it's great to know that because then you can be aware. And, and when you're, when your fire is burning out of control, you can go, Oh, hold on. We're going to bring that in a bit. And you know, get some focus and and ground. And like you were saying, starting at the root chakra, we have to, that's where we have to ground. So I love that imagining the flame enveloping you from the root chakra. That's just so beautiful. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely do a meditation on that today. Yeah, me too. It might be part of the moon circle ceremony today. Also, we're going to do some Burning. We're going to do some burning of the cellular structures today, like some purification, but maybe we'll start with some grounding too. I like that also. I love that. Yeah. It feels like a kind of day. It feels like a day to ground in and go deep and get connected and, and look at those energy centers. Yeah. Um, that comment from Jeff that he participated mm-hmm. in that, I mean, Hotra, is that how you say it? Ceremony? What I would love to know what that is. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I would love to hear it too, because I'm not sure what it is either. I'm going to assume it's some kind of fire ceremony because it has the word Agni in it. But uh, I yeah, think so. Share yeah, share with us, Jeff, for sure. And um, 
yeah, she, uh, Karen was saying, you know, using fire as focus, um, <laughs> you know, to clear and to move forward and to find balance also. So I think Michelle, you've like coined the phrase of the day. I think the fire of focus is like really, yeah. that's a really good one. Cause it is, it's like, this is the time to get focused in. And that's something we're talking about too, because new moons are new beginnings. And we're actually like headed into a pretty intense, um, astrological time period. The back half of this month is like jam packed astrologically. And there, the first part of this month is actually pretty quiet. So we're still in that quiet yeah. time. Um, so this is a good time to, you know, really cut through the stuff you don't want to have anymore, you know, throw stuff out, clear space, decide what you want to get started on because the next couple of weeks are going to be a little crazy. <laughs> what do we Hold think on, about people. this? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too crazy about the news, but this gas stuff, I, I had uh, an experience with ultra terrestrials two weeks ago and I haven't really talked about it. I'll talk about it in the moon circle today. But um, one of the things they told me in this experience was that there was going to be panic around gas. And then like, here, look at all this gas stuff going on, these gas shortages in the pipeline. So I'm like, oh, this is like the real deal, man. They were not kidding when they said that. And I think, you know, that's kind of, I think that's kind of about what's to come with the next couple of weeks of just some really bizarre energy. I don't know. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, I agree. And I, you know, I didn't have anybody telling me about the gas stuff, but it's just been feeling like when May started, it felt so calm, just what you were saying. Like it just, like the end of April and the beginning of May just felt so calm and it even still feels calm. But I knew like months ago, like the end of May into June, it's just going to be a really challenging time. So I've been like trying to get stuff done. You know what I mean? Like trying to get ahead of the curve because I feel like we're going to be thrown off our games in a lot of ways with, news and just stuff going on and you know all the astro stuff is can be really heavy but um i don't i don't know i i don't i know what i want to say but i don't want to say it so i'm just going to say that for another time <laughs> so anyway um yeah but um yeah oh susan said thanks for reminding me that i need to fill the car yeah go get your gas Go get your gas. So yeah, get your um, gas and food, I think is going to be a little sporadic. I mean, I saw supply chain issues and starting in March and we sort of had a little bit of that, but I think we still have more to come. So I think just a reminder to go direct and, and this goes back to why we came up with this show in the first place is what the heck is the truth, you know? And maybe we touch on that yeah. now because we're kind of naturally segueing into that, which is, yeah. you know, what to believe anymore about what's going on and what to prepare for, you know, because, you know, even my husband and I were talking today, like, do we, you know, prep anything? Do we save anything? And I have such a hard time with prepping because as a Buddhist, that's excess. It's like, I went through the entire pandemic last year. I never bought extra toilet paper. I never did any of that stuff. And I just happened to be able to get what I needed. Like it just worked out. And that's sort of how I prefer to live. But I also know that we will have some challenges. So it's like, well, you know, I don't know. What's your opinion on that, Michelle? Because I feel like you want to be prepared, but there's something about like panicking and excess. I mean, that's all the fear-based energy that we yeah. don't really want to be involved in. No. And I think it's, you're so right, Lisa. And I think it's important that we, this is when we've got to go to that internal compass, right? Which is the little mascot of our show. Um, our internal compass to know like when we need to maybe prep something or when we need to buy a couple of one thing, but not do it because we're in fear. So last night I, I ran to the grocery store and, um, I was just like shocked. There were whole bins that were just completely empty in the produce section and just shelves, you know, empty. And I'm like, 
sitting there thinking, what is going on? You know, and I, I knew about the gas and stuff, but, um, and, and I remember you talking about the food, the supply shortages in, you know, coming in March. But for a moment, I started to panic, you know, like, mm. am I not going to be able to get my fresh produce, you know? And then I'm like, now, hold on a minute, take a breath. So there I am in Target, you know, taking a deep breath and, <laughs> you know, closing my eyes and stuff. People probably thought I was nuts, but I'm like, remember who you are and, and what you know the truth that's within you. And so I just took a breath and it's like, do I need to get any extra of anything? And it's like, no, you don't need any extra. You're going to be fine. So I just stuck to my list, whatever, you know, but I think it's important if I do feel like I, you know, if, if it came up that I needed to prep, I would prep. If I need to buy two packs of toilet paper to get us through, that's what I'll do. But I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best not to do it out of fear. Because mm -hmm. that doesn't serve any purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think and that is. Sorry, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's more than enough to go around. We have to trust mm -hmm. that, right? That's the law of abundance. So that's all I was going to say. Sorry. No, you're fine. And I, you know, I'm grateful to hear that that's the message that you got was not to do that. Because that's the message I'm getting too. It's like, there's no need to go buy a bunch of stuff or to have things on hand or any of those things that really it's just the, the messaging for me from spirit has been the same all along um, for years now, which is find your local and direct sources for what you need. And so have I listened to all of that? I haven't done my due diligence with the message. So this year, you know, farmer's markets are going to start soon, hopefully. And, um, you know, my intention is to take those business cards and to meet those farmers and to make connections so that I can, I'd really like to stop going to a grocery store altogether. Like, and I've kind of set this two-year timeline, like in the next two years, I really just don't want to have to go to a store. We just got chickens. We're going to try to raise chickens. So I'm like, okay, we're going to, you know, get our eggs and um, I want to be able to go direct to farmers and we're going to work on the garden at our own house and that kind of thing. So, um, so the message has never been to prep or store. It's been mm -hmm. buy local, buy direct, yeah. know your direct sources, um, you know, get a can, like we got, we're going to can this year. You know, I was yeah. lucky. I had a mom who taught me all that. So, you yeah. know, as far as storage, that's kind of what I've gotten is go back to the old ways of in the summer, you know, you, you, you can and preserve vegetables and fruits and jams yeah. and things for the winter, you know, and then you don't have to. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Cause I'm with you. Like, I think a lot of things that are occurring around us are occurring to create that fear and panic. And I think the goal is to stay out of the fear and panic and just stay grounded in yourself rather than getting caught up in it. Cause I do see, um, it's definitely starting with the gas issue, but I do think we're going to see over the next two weeks through the rest of the summer, some things that are going to make people panic. I agree. And, you know, to your point, we do have to, work to be, you know, self-sufficient or local as much as we can, because that's, that's really the way we were meant to live anyway. We aren't meant to have our food, you know, shipped two continents away or whatever all the time, you know, I mean, specialty things once in a while, but on a daily basis. And so it is important to have those relationships with your local farmers, your local, um, you know, I, we have a couple, um, farms here in town that do beautiful produce all year long, you know, that they, they source it and we go and get it from them. And last year, um, not because we were like, oh, we've got to, you know, do this to survive, but it's like, let's expand our garden. My husband is a phenomenal garden gardener. I'm sure he was a farmer in some past lives, probably several. And he just is able to grow the most beautiful plants and vegetables and fruit. And so we expanded our garden last year and we're going to expand it even more this year. And there were so many days that I was just able to go out and pick my entire meal was 
created from our garden. And that was the best feeling. You know, um, we unfortunately live somewhere where we can't have chickens because I've wanted to do that for years. Um, mm. But, you know, whatever we can do to help that is just important. It's just important for us as humans to get back to that way of living. Like talk about going back to the moon cycle, you know, that's, that's yeah. it. So I love it. And it is, and canning, I canned, I canned a lot last year. I'm going to can, that's what we're, you know, we're planning our garden based on what we want to have through the whole year, you know, and um, I'm ex it's exciting. It's really exciting. So that was a gift from COVID for me, like mm -hmm. expanding that garden, really experiencing that and, you know, just making that a fun thing for our whole family. So I love that. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. Cause I'm, I'm, um, I can't say I have a green thumb. So this is a whole, and neither does my husband. So we're really going to have to learn, but we, um, close on our house here at the end of the month, which I'm really excited about Yay! Um, our first home together. And so this year is going to be a lot of getting our yard ready to garden. And then next year will be the year we can really do the planting and, and, hopefully have the experience you're talking about. And I'm so ready for it. You know, I grew up in rural Iowa and um, so there was lots of farms and farmers markets and we grew stuff in our yard um, on again, off again. Um, but my mom is definitely like a traditional, like we canned and we baked and did our own things. And so that's my um, focus for this summer is to go to the farmer's markets and get fresh stuff there, number one, and meet these farmers and connect with them. Um, but also I really am excited to can and I'm going to teach, I have three girls and I want to teach them how to do that because I think it'll be fun, yeah. but it's also a life skill for them, you know, to really learn how to can things, how to make jam and jelly. Um, and we're going to do a lot of home baking because, you know, I'm allergic to wheat. Um, so I'm actually not celiac. I can have gluten, but I'm allergic to wheat itself. And so um, a lot of times gluten-free things still have wheat in them, by the way. So look at your ingredients, depending on yes. your allergy or what you're trying to eliminate. Um, so I'm really looking at where to go and get like bulk grains that I can bake with because I'm really determined. I was like, you know what? Like, I want to go back to making my own bread, you know, really mm -hmm. making everything myself. Cause again, it goes back to what am I really buying? from the store, you know, what am I really getting yeah. for kids? Most of the time you're getting milk and eggs and cheese and bread, right? Like that's like your main <laughs> things yeah. you're getting. And, um, so for me, it's like, okay, like we're going to have chickens for the eggs. And, um, you know, if we make our own bread, like it just starts to eliminate some of those things we're getting that are so, I mean, they're so processed now. They're so processed. Yes. I can't find a bread that doesn't have folic acid and folic acid is not something 30% of the population cannot process folic acid. So you're like slowly poisoning yourself. So I'd really like to not even have it. And even gluten-free breads have folic acid. It's crazy. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we also like, I love the life skill because it's essential, right? It's like, that's one of the things that I, you know, I taught my kids how to cook because it's like, you need to know how to do that. You need to know how to do laundry, clean the house and cook. Because if you can cook, then you're never gonna go hungry, right? Or you're not gonna have to rely on ramen or processed garbage. And it's important. And I love to know what's in what I'm cooking or what I'm eating. And when you make your own bread, when you do things like that, you know what's in it. You know how much salt you're putting in. You know, you know, that there aren't additives. And it's important nowadays because there's a lot of stuff in the stuff we buy at the store. You know, a lot of additives, a lot of things that we don't really need that are harming us. And you've got to be careful. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Man, we've gone all over the map today, but I really love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, um, so much fun, so much fun. I love how this always happens. You know, we start off with mm -hmm. whatever and we end up on gardening. I love it. You know, how to ask for help and then how to garden. And by the way, I just have to say in fairness to my husband, he's the total green thumb. I am not, 
I tell him what I want to plant and then I can pick it. But that's about it. You know, that's, that's it. We went to this, um, and it's so funny because I'm, I'm a healer, but we went to a, a celebration of life for a family, close family friend. And this gentleman loved gardening and plants. And so they didn't have flowers. They had um, succulents and basil plants. So we brought, I have two succulents um, that were given to me. And one of them is like, just, I'm like, how can you not, how can a succulent not live? I thought that's the point. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like all droopy. And so I'm, I'm giving it to my husband saying, figure this out. Bring this back to life because I don't know what to do with it. So <laughs> I'm the same way. I mean, I'm really so I grew some cat grass for cauldron and it's alive uh -huh. and it's and she eats it. So I've gotten that there you far go. and I'm gonna yeah, and I've decided I'm gonna plant some some potted like vegetables and things for this summer while we figure out the outside of mm -hmm. our house and where we're gonna put the garden and get all of those things sorted out. So I'm going to try some things inside this year. Um, yeah. But we're doing like, we're really going for like the base um, of it all. So we got a composter supposed to arrive today. I'm really excited about that. So we got, we're going to start composting and start creating mm -hmm. the soil and we're going to build the garden beds. Cause here in Colorado, you have to have raised beds cause the soil is so poor. Um, yeah. And so we're, we're getting, we're going to get everything set up this year so that next year we have good soil and compost and we'll have the chickens and we'll have some things, you know, that are in place so that next year when we do plant, it'll grow, but it is a journey. And, um, if you haven't seen the biggest little farm, it is the most oh. incredible documentary. Oh, I cried my eyes out. Me too. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it. That was the most amazing show. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. Just amazing. Totally. And so brilliant how they just allowed the farm. Like, I love the fact that everything they tried to do for like pest control that they were trying to do wouldn't work. But then when they just let nature handle it, it was perfect. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's brilliant. Brilliant. I love it really it. is. If you guys haven't seen it, you absolutely should. Maybe we should do that for, we're going to start doing uh, movie nights um, with our community, with the Ajata Casa community. And our very first movie night, I'm determined, is going to be Awake, which is about Paramahansa Yogananda. And that'll hopefully be in June. Um, but maybe we do The Biggest Little Farm in July, because that's a really good time of year to watch it anyways. And yeah, get perfect. excited and yeah. inspired about it. Because it is, it's so brilliant. And it just reminds you that nature can do its own thing. And, um, yeah. and I'm determined to support that we live, we live south of Denver. We're kind of out in the country, but we're in a, like a suburban neighborhood kind of thing. Um, but I actually found a company that sells these incredible, um, groupings of wildflowers based on your zone. Uh, oh. so I'm actually, yeah, I'm really excited. It's really, you get the plants and, um, it's not that expensive. So, um, I'm going to be doing a whole array of Rocky mountain wildflowers in the front yard because I thought, well, that's like really great. And we're going to put some fruit trees out front and things. So I'm really excited. Cause I feel like, um, it's been, a, it's been the last time I owned a home, um, was with was 2008. So it's been a really long time since I've had a home and a yard um, versus being like in an apartment or something like that. And so I'm really excited um, about this new chapter. This is gonna be fun. So beautiful. So beautiful. Ah. And, we, and we can't wait. We can't wait to have this adventure with you. You know, you're going to share it all. I'm open. You know, I can't wait to see everything you guys make and canning and all that. It's you know, because it is, it's just, it's a skill. It's a wonderful thing. And there's nothing better than the middle of winter going to your pantry and pulling out a can of something that you can't. And yes. it just tastes so good. So fresh. It's like a breath of summer right there for you. I love it. It's the best. Oh my God. Well, you better share too, because we're going to have to 
help each other yeah. and share recipes. My mom made her grandma's recipe and we had cinnamon pears and they were just my favorite. Like in the winter oh. when you'd open up the cinnamon pears, it was like, oh, so good. Okay. I definitely need that recipe because I love pears. <laughs> I know. And I, I love cinnamon. So. My mom and be like, mom, give me this recipe because yeah. um, I don't yeah. remember it. But uh, yeah, that was I remember loving those so much. It's like the best yeah. thing. And I really love mincemeat too. I, I thought canning mincemeat for, and then having it at Christmas time traditionally is like, oh, it's so good too. So I'm just making me yeah. hungry. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. So many good things we do. My mom always did tomatoes. We always canned tomatoes and like beans and we lots of different things. So lots of fun stuff, but it, it's endless. Like what you can do is endless, you know? So, mm -hmm. and, and it is important. I mean, going back to what you said, forging those relationships with the local people, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just essential. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. So Michelle, I mean, because you, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, we have a I was just going to say, because you can find, you can find the fruits, the produce, but you can also find um, farmers that raise, you know, ethically raised, um, you know, beef and lamb and all of that. So it's a great, just have to look, they're everywhere. You know, you just have to find them. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, before we close, do you want to share what you have going on and how people find you and just whatever you want to share so we can support Sure. Thank you. Well, and thank you everybody for being here today. It's been so much fun and I've loved this conversation and thank you for, you know, all the comments and being part of it because that really makes it that much more fun, I believe. Um, and find me at michellesnelling.com. There's um, going to be some really exciting new things happening this week with my website. I cannot wait for. So, um, but you can find me at michellesnelling.com, michelle with one L Snelling with two. Um, I'm on Instagram, Michelle Snelling at Michelle Snelling. Um, you can find me there. Or if you want to email me, Michelle at MichelleSnelling.com. Um, right now, I've just, I've got my readings available. Um, products. If you want a product recommendation, please reach out to me. I love to do those for you. Um, they're free. And I just let you know what I'm feeling, kind of like what I did with Lisa when I sent her water and voice. I just um, told her that was what I felt and sent it. So along with a personal script of how to use it, if she wanted it, if you want that. Um, so we can do that. Um, I've also got my grown-up time out for the spring season, which um, Karen mentioned, and um, that's going on right now. We um, Kids have already gone out, but you can still join if you want. You'll just get your kid a little later, and then you can do the um, – the recording of the grown-up timeout where we actually use the kit and discuss it. So um, that's about it. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share. Oh my gosh. I, well, I love you. I love all your products and um, you're just you. one of my dearest friends, really. I mean, I'm just so happy we could do this today and um, we'll be well. back. Uh, Michelle and I are back together here on Buddhist Biohacker with Cheryl Cremines at the end of this month to continue talking mm -hmm. about um, continuing our conversation about healing yourself and focusing on yourself. Um, and then we will be back with Truth Refined later in the summer. And Michelle and I have lots of um, fun things in the works, some collaborations and some Can't events, and just some fun things. Yes. So we have a lot coming your way. And um, Michelle, I just love you. Thank you for coming on live with me this morning. It's the perfect energy for this morning, I think. Yes, and, um, perfect. To, yeah, and to such a great audience. You guys are awesome. And yes. um, we're back this afternoon with Julie Hoyle at three o'clock. So in three hours, we'll be back with her, which is another incredible woman. So it's a nice, yes. nice energetic day for me today. Um, and for those of you who will be on the new moon ceremony, it's in 45 minutes and you can find all of the login information in the app. And if you want to drop in, it's only 15 bucks and you can find that at ajatacasa.com. So thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Lisa. Love you. Love everybody. Have a beautiful new moon. Yes. Happy new moon, everyone. <laughs>